I'm up at five every morning yep. anyway and, and doing my business because I'm all around the globe and and uh, spend a couple hours doing that. At seven thirty, I jump on the bike and Just get off. Yep. Hell yeah. Everybody goes, "You hey, got an electric bike?" I said, "Yeah, I have an electric bike. It's heavy as a mother." And I pedal the shit out of it. <laughs> but if I get into a situation where I'm tired or whatever, yep. I can I can boost right. it up. That's it. Catch you later. You that's what they. Sh- that's the way that they should be used. Right. <laughs> Instead of like dirt bikes. Yeah. 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 These kids. Oh, oh my God, they just the haul ass, man. I used to live on the peninsula on uh, Seashore Drive. And f- me, these kids on these bikes are mental. Like yeah. doing wheelies down the f- street at like 60 miles per hour. It's like, well, how is that thing going that fast? Number one, yeah. why don't you have a helmet on? Number two, and where the f- your parents like, uh, okay. yeah but you and i were that same dumbass oh absolutely you know, I mean, it's just way and it now is. i'm seeing it from the other perspective <laughs> irresponsible <laughs> shit. everyone loves summer but nobody loves sweaty plums so use the code with hammer at manscaped.com and cool your man fruit with the crop preserver ball deodorant and the crop reviver ball toner don't forget to trim your underbrush with the Lawnmower 4.0 and enjoy a summer of fun thanks to Manscaped. Again, that's code with hammer for 20% off at manscaped.com. I watched a lady eat shit so hard out the front of my house one day. I was up on the balcony. I physically had to go down to help her because the gash on her leg was so deep just because she wasn't paying attention and literally lost control and floored it straight into somebody else. Like, whiskey throttled it. Ah, and it's just it. like, that's the problem. Like, if you're just on a bike, you don't have a fucking throttle. No. You can't fuck that up. Well, you can, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you definitely can, yeah. believe me. Yeah. I, but I've always been one of those smart drunks. I always crashed into the sand. <laughs> you know, I'm not hitting the houses or the block walls. I'm in the sand. Yeah, that is always a smart alternative. <laughs> yeah. I've been off that footpath a couple of times. And when you get stuck in the sand, then you're just up shit creek. Yeah. Like you just <laughs> yeah, you're just done. Yeah. I've had to avoid, you know, like people because people have no spatial awareness down there either. So you'll be literally flying down that path. And then all of a sudden someone will just stop. Bang. In the middle of the footpath, no worry about what's coming behind them, and you're just, oh, fuck, the only way I'm going is this way. Yeah. And then you're up shit creek. Or you got parents not paying attention to their kids, and they walk out and not looking anywhere, and all of a sudden everybody's crashing because there's... To try and avoid this child. Not trying to kill the kid. they're like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) What am I doing here? (laughs) My buddy here apparently is kind of selfish because he didn't bring me one of these really cool macro culture shirts. Yeah, it's okay. I didn't get one for my business partner what, either. What's the 23? Uh, 23 is actually a special number to me for two reasons. Uh, the first reason being we opened and established in 2023 was when the brand was established. Um, but I used to pick, you guys know what Kino is, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So oh, yeah. when I, when I used to go to the pub, when I used to go to the pub and sit there and drink beers, I'd play Kino. The two numbers I'd always play were 23 and 32. So <laughs> it's always been like a number that I've had. So um, where did you come up with that number? What was the- It was always Michael Jordan's number. I was obsessed with Michael Jordan as a kid. It's been a lot of fantastic, like phenomenal athletes numbers. Uh, a lot of those numbers translate to a really inspirational story that I've really lived in because at the end of the day, like those people 
literally leveling to that badass people right yeah they're just they're just really good at what they do and there's a reason behind it it's because of the work that goes into it so the number has a lot of different meanings behind it for me um a lot of those inspirational stories yeah most importantly nice yeah nice so um we just got done doing something that was a lot of fun and a lot of work didn't Mm. we Mm, absolutely how was that what what how long is that journey number one this journey for me was it started about 26 weeks ago um right after i'd finished competing last year i decided to take a couple of weeks off to you know spend with family and stuff like that coming into christmas but then right after christmas i decided to get back on the bandwagon and and start prep for that show so it was going to be about a five and a half month prep now tell the audience what show that was bodybuilding show and uh it's the npc usa so it's the biggest national show uh for bodybuilding in the country yep until we get to the end of the year and the Mr. Olympia Oh, yeah, so sorry, right? let me preference that. All right, so for the amateurs, like it's the, the pinnacle of the amateurs before you turn professional. You have the opportunity to turn professional at that show if you win uh, your division. So it's, it's a pretty big thing. There's about 600 athletes that turn wow. up. And out of those 600 people that turn up, everybody deserves to be there. Uh, because you actually have to qualify for this show. You can't just come and, and do it. You have to win or you get second place. You can't be a buffoon place. and show up. Yeah, you have to either get like first place or second place at the show that you competed at to qualify to go. Um, you got to qualify to qualify. Exactly, yeah. So you got to qualify to get to that stage to be able to then qualify as a professional. Um, so 600 athletes, they give out about 50 pro cards, I think. So 550 people go home empty-handed. Right. Yeah. And that's I, I think that level of competition before you even look at the the big name who's the best in the world is always a good one to be watching if you just value the nature of competition mm. because it's such a key piece of the journey. Yeah. To being at that high level. I mean, people are coming from all over who have been cutting their teeth at different levels with the same dedication. They're looking for one thing. Exactly. Like everybody Everybody who's there, and you know, we had a brief conversation about this before the show, but every single person who's turning up to this show, you have to understand that every single person in that position is doing exactly what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Every single person has a different level of intensity, obviously. Every single person has a different skill set, maybe, but everybody's literally trying to achieve the same result, which is to win that competition. So great camaraderie i'd imagine well it's more so knowing that that's important because as an athlete in a competition like this where it comes down to you know literally how strong you can get how much food you can eat how much more muscle you can put on when you turn up all of that work the back end work that you do that's the most important stuff how hard you work in the off season when you're not trying to compete that's where the true strength comes in because you have to feed your body the best of the best of the best to get that muscle tissue to come back to know that you're going to be significantly better the next time you step on that stage. And you have to know that you've now outworked every other person that's been doing the same thing as you for the same amount of time. But now that we're doing that, a lot of that has to do with supplements and all those things that along with your eating regimen and all that stuff, but you have to have the right supplements, right? Absolutely. You know, supplements are something that definitely help with the process um you know there's just certain things with with weight training that you can't fully recover from 
you know, mm. and, and have the amount of frequency that's necessary for training volumes to be able to excessively grow muscle. The muscle's got to build back up when you break it down. Exactly. So you have to feed it. You have to make sure that you're getting the right amount of protein on a daily basis. Your carbohydrates have to be at the right place. You have to be eating and designing your eating around performance for that particular thing. You can't just be, oh, well, I'll just do whatever and hope for the best. And you guys, if you're going to get into this kind of thing, uh, like our buddy Kai here is, you have you need to go to a place like Macroculture and and talk to these guys. And along with your workout exercise, you have to have the right things going through your body because if you don't, there's going to be no results for you. Yeah, and it is important to understand that yes, there's a lot of shops out there, there's a lot of places out there that that do the same sorts of things that we do, but. With the 18 years of experience I have as a nutritionist, as a coach myself and putting other people up there on that stage consistently throughout the year, myself being one individual that's- that's the difference. That's the real difference is that you're, the proof is in the pudding, guys. (laughs) And if you got a fat guy like me telling you how to work out and how to build muscle and you, I'm fucking, it doesn't work. You got to have a cat like this that's living it, breathing it and doing it and he'll get you there. Yeah. And that's always our goal too, guys, is you have to be able to practice what you preach. If you don't, if you're not practicing what you preach, how is anybody really supposed to get behind it? At the end of the day, every single thing that we do in our shop, every single thing that we do on a day-to-day basis are things that we practice every single day. Um, You know, I'm living, breathing proof of this. You know, the guys that all work with me, Scott, you know, Sarah, even Matt, you know, everybody's in there. We're all doing the same thing and we're all trying to just help people understand that it's a lot more simpler than what they're making it. And doing the same thing, having the same approach for a variety of different outcomes. Yeah, right. exactly. You've got the the real competitive physique side mm-hmm. of things. There's Sarah doing absolutely crushing the CrossFit game. Yep. What are what are the other guys doing? So Matt, Matt's got a really unique story himself because he's come from over 400 pounds. Wow. Uh, and now, you know, I, I work with him with his nutrition and his training programs and things like that. And he's at 200 and eight i think at the moment um, so he's but, lost 200 pounds but this has been over a period of time too and matt's got his own journey before i came into it sure. but the biggest thing is is he has the same mentality that same focus that same drive and it's a big deal for someone who's been 400 pounds to be able to get down to that type of level and then continuously want to progress and get better and better and better you guys you have to have the right coaching i i've just i'm doing a i got a new movie starting here pretty soon with uh and i've they've given me a you know the trainer and and i'm doing all this stuff and um i've lost 50 pounds and it's guys like this that that will get you there because you got to keep that that mindset the the mindset i think is the most important thing because you got to want to get up in the morning and do your work Look, I'll give you a bit of a rundown on what a day looks like for me. Please. And a lot of people are like, oh, you know, you're lucky. You get to be in the gym all the time, so it's easy for you. Well, you know, I get up at 3.30 in the morning. Um, You know, I I get about my day. I'm at the gym by 4.30. I'm on the Stairmaster at 4.32. I'm on the Stairmaster until my first client arrives at 5. I train my first client 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. Then at 10 o'clock... I'm back in the gym for myself. 
and I've got one and a half hours to execute everything that I need to execute before I take a 30 minute drive from the gym to the shop and I start work at 12, I work till six, I go back to the gym and I get whatever I need to get done that I didn't get done earlier that day, complete. Before I go home and I prep my meals, I get myself organized, I'm in bed by 10 and I do it all over again the next day. Because that's what it takes. It's called discipline. That's what it takes to get to a level where other people will never get to. You have to be able to make sure that you have the right execution. The right execution comes with the right schedule and the right schedule comes with having the mindset driven towards the end goal. So at the end of the day, for me, I know where my mentality lies. I know where I need to get to. It's just about refining these little things in life to make it a little bit more simplistic so that you can achieve it. You don't necessarily have to give up everything in your life. Oh, and this is what a lot of people get really wrong. That's the problem. They're trying to derive themselves or deprive themselves, sorry, of every little thing in their life. Maybe if you're competing and trying to do that extreme level, it's different. It's a different thing because you're literally trying to be a professional athlete. Like that's like Tom Brady going to practice for 15 minutes when he's supposed to be there for six hours and just thinking because he's hot shit, he's got what it takes. Right. No, that guy's going to turn up for six hours and throw fucking balls probably for six and a half, seven hours because he wants to be the best. If everybody else is doing six, he's going to do seven. Right. That's athlete mentality. Whereas the average person is not going to have to go to that point, but there are sacrifices that do need to be made along the way to continue to improve or just changes, little listen, changes. Listen, guys, I, I suggest you go to macroculture and you talk to my buddy Kai over here. And guys, listen, even if it's a half an hour, an hour a day, you got to change a lot of us have to change, right? We're, we're, we're on the wrong path. I'm getting on the right path because of macroculture. So guys, let's get on the right path with macroculture. Catch you next time.